It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everybody. So excited to be on with you this morning to talk about a topic that can be really difficult, and it's drama and trauma. And most of us have experienced some part of it in our lives, and some people you know may have had stories that are better or worse than yours. But it's one of those things, if we don't learn how to deal with it and how to address it and to work through it, we carry around with us like this big bag of rocks and it's really painful and it keeps us from living our true potential and from following the path that Father God has for us. So if you or someone that you love have struggled with drama or trauma, you'll want to stick around for this interview with my friend Marion Peppelmeyer. She is an author. She lives in Columbus, Ohio. She's an author. She's a coach. She's a speaker. And she wrote a really awesome book, Finding My Father. She's going to tell us about that in a minute. It's a really awesome story. She's been through so much drama and trauma and has worked through it. And she's going to be sharing with us at the end five simple steps that you can start applying today to start to work through some of those things. So I'm so excited and blessed and honored to be on with you today, Marion. And I can't wait to, to hear more from you. But my first question is, tell us about the book. Like, how did you... What inspired you to write this book and to go and find out about your dad? Well, um, my life, first of all, caved in when I hit my 40s. My husband and I were in ministry. We were church plant children. And I thought I've been Christian a while. And I really thought that once you became saved, that life would be a rose garden. And I discovered in my 40s that it's not exactly what God promised. (laughs) Our whole lives caved in. My husband was unemployed extensively at a time of prosperity in our nation. And my, um, he lost his job. Our marriage was under stress and duress. We lost a church plant. Our church, we had to close the doors on our church. And I feared losing our home. I, and all of life crumbled in. I had the year before lost four key significant spiritual mentors in our life and a dear, dear friend of 40 who died of cancer, leaving four children at a very young age. So I just caved in. I asked God, Please help me. I, I looked to him and I, I asked him, just get my husband a job. <laughs> just heal our marriage <laughs> and help me to cope in life. And I decided I didn't want any what I call band-aids. I didn't want any quick fix and feel goods, you know, have people pray for me and feel good about you, yourself and go on with life. I really wanted help. And um, little did I know that what I thought I needed 
God had other plans. And he ended up leading me on a journey that I never expected. So um, wow. with this, that's a lot. I mean, losing it, losing a job, losing your house. Like we didn't lose our house. I feared you thought you were going to. Okay. And losing that many friends. I mean, just any one of these things can be enough to crumble an average person. And so I can understand why you would have caved in. And I love how you asked God for three specific things because getting specific with him is the way to get answers, right? Mm -hmm. You wanted to help your husband find a job. You wanted to restore your marriage, which was kind of on the rocks from all the things that had happened. And then you wanted to be able to cope so that you could help others with your ministry that you have, which is amazing. So what did God do? How did he respond? Well, um, he responded uh, initially by, he just gave me a deep desire to know my real dad for the very first time in my life. My real dad, I never knew. He was actually murdered before I was born on the first ever plane bombing over U.S. soil. Uh, November 1st, 1955. So everyone can Google it and they'll read all about it. And they can my book, whatever they want to find out the details. But um, I went on searching to know him for the first time. My stepdad never allowed us to talk about him. But in my search to know my real dad, God took me to the roots. And I really, really got anchored in the father's love, acceptance, knowing who my real father is. And so many other gems came out of that trying time that I had. And he took me deep. He took me to the root issue of all my problems. He took me very deep. And um, I didn't know that all my drama and trauma in my life, why I couldn't cope, why I felt I didn't have faith, all those questions really stemmed to um, over 40 years before I was born. So he took me deep and he took me out and through and gave me a lasting freedom. I emerged so free that I just want to share with everyone. The freedom that he gave me is available to everyone. So I got much more than a husband <laughs> with a job, much more than a marriage restored, and much more than ability to cope in life. God exceeded my expectations. Uh, as he always does, he's amazing, isn't he? We can ask for what we think we need. And then he always provides so much more. So I love that he kind of took you deep because that's what you have to do to, you know, to go through stuff like this. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but he's there with you every step of the way through the tunnel. And that's really awesome. But he brought you to this thing you said is called lasting freedom. So where did that come from? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? When I knew that I knew I was free at last, he, he really came. Um, he changed my whole world. My, our marriage, for people wanting to know, 
it did turn around. It did prosper again. Relationships. I lost some best friends during the season of my life. Confidence left. Because I was so broken and stuck inside. People, knew, I guess, didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> um, but after the lasting freedom came, my confidence rose up. I became a whole new person again. I was no longer stuck. I was no longer uh, driven by the trauma and drama in my life. In other words, it no longer defined me who I was. Instead, I, I rose up the victor. And on a spiritual level, uh, my whole view of God, the Father changed, revolutionized my entire walk with Him. The um, spiritually, as I said, I was changed. Emotionally, I was set free. And financially, since this is for business people, all of a sudden everything began to prosper. Like everything I touched prospered. Uh, so God restored everything that the enemy sought to steal all throughout my first 40 years of life. God restored beyond my wildest imagination. Um, and it got so that I had to really be picky and choosy as to what I chose to do because I knew I would succeed. <laughs> and that was all right because for once I really thought I knew before what I thought God wanted me to do. But now I really only wanted to be where the father wanted me to be. And I knew that he would bless, he would grant favor, he would open doors, he would move the mountains. That so I left with a lot. That was what freedom looked like. And so the road to freedom, when it's lasting freedom, changes you forever. Oh, that's just beautiful. And having gone through that process myself, I can totally relate. So if anyone out there doesn't know what lasting freedom is, please reach out because it's just incredible. And I love how he brought you through all this. And the way you kind of described it was you were no longer held back by your drama and your trauma and that you stepped into the freedom, the freedom that can only come from God when he's leading your life. Mm. So talk a little bit about what he had, what, what comes next? Because now that he's given you this great freedom, you've got this massive passion to share <laughs> it boldly with the world. So what does that look like? And what boldly. Are, yeah. So talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I, be, I became uh, sort of a crazy woman for Jesus. If you want to say like, I was totally reborn again, all over again. And, um, and more than that, I, I want Love and acceptance of the Father. I wanted others to get unstuck in their lives, to be healed from their addictions, their abuse. These are hard, hardcore issues that we don't like talking about from their abuse, from their beatings, or from their uh, maybe they feel like they've been in constant failure, constantly rejected all their lives, or and they they try and try and try, but their heads pounding against the wall. I want to see people free and living to God's potential. And so what I did was at the church I was at, I became a pastoral peer counselor, was trained by a seasoned pastor in pastoral counseling. I enrolled in a pastoral leadership institute and went through theological study. 
I also later on became a trauma recovery certified. And I'm working on becoming, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice, um, becoming, sorry, a health coach chaplain. That's in the near future. I'll be able to do that. Wow. So you've really worked on getting prepared to be able to help yes. all the people that are coming to you. So talk, I'm so excited to hear about these five steps. So I got a little bit of a preview and I'm telling you guys, you're going to be so excited because they're Bible-based, is based on Jesus. And these questions just really hit me. So can you talk about the five steps and, and what people can expect to get from your free jumpstart? I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, step one is um, for anyone that they need to determine their destination. I use the analogy of a road to freedom because um, that was what it was for me. It wasn't instant overnight freedom in every area of my life. It's been a road. So I, I, call, I use the road analogy. So you, you have to determine your destination first. It's first and key most. Um, and what I mean, I want you to start to think, what would life be if you were totally free in every area of your life? Maybe you're constantly snapping at your kids. Well, do you want to continue living like that? Or maybe it's worse. Maybe you have an addiction, a secret addiction. Uh, most of us Christians are famous at hiding those. <laughs> Some of them may be more severe addictions like alcohol or drug. Um, it could be just woundings, like maybe you're always walking around feeling rejected. Uh, I really want you to picture what his life would be if you no longer carry that baggage around with you. Like in Matthew 2021 and other places in the New Testament, Jesus is constantly asking um, in, oh, what is it that you want? Matthew 20, 21, a mother comes to him and he perceives all thoughts, right? But he stops and he asks, what is it that you want? He asks that a blind Bartimaeus. He asks that of the man sit, um, sitting at the well when the water went by. Um, well, actually the disciples did, <laughs> what is it that you want? You know, so the disciples model what Jesus did. So it's important to know what you want. Like, do you, do you want your uh, marriage restored or do you, what do you really want to do with your business? What kind of values do you want in your business? What do you want, uh, your prospective clients to see you as, um, what is it that you want? Maybe you need to pay your rent. You know, uh, that's an immediate need or want. Um, what about your spiritual life? Questions. And if I continue to do what I'm doing, do I really want the results I'm, I'm still getting? Or do I want more? Do I want all that God has for me? Do I really want to thrive in the business? Do I really want to see relationships better? 
more peace in the house, more or less stress, anxiety. Maybe you're a road rage person. <laughs> yeah. What is it that you really want? And so it's important to determine your destination because once you get a picture of that freedom, and and um, I have uh, I made up like top ten transforming treasures and freedom, and and the uh, the list is endless. Either a top ten that I have, but some of them could be maybe you just want to learn how to not walk under shame and guilt. You know, confide in just anybody. Maybe you want freedom from the anger and bitterness uh, or grudge you've held from someone who betrayed you. So um, Jesus asks you, what is it that you want? So you determine your destination. Yeah, I love that. And you've taken it back to the Bible and you've taken it back to Jesus and the way he handled things. And he's asking, what do you want? So it's just spending some time at step one, really thinking about that. What is it that you want? So we can take that to the Lord and learn more right through your jumpstart on how you work through that step one, because really the start of it is the super important part. So once they know, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, you keep that picture in mind, like it's worth it. It's worth it because I'm going to get free. And this is the picture of the free me. That's what this whole first part step is all about. What do I want to be like? So you keep that that in mind. It's like a goal you would have in a business plan, but it's not. It's kind of more of a personal goal that ends up reaching out into your business in every aspect of your life. And I love that, how you're going to have people paint a picture of that, because when we've been through drama and trauma, it's hard to kind of get ourselves out of that stuck, step out of that and realize that as a daughter of God, we were designed to be free and he has something way bigger for us in mind. So once they know that and they got this image, then you take them on this really cool thing on step two, where you decide what roadmap you're going to do. Can you tell us a little bit about step two? Yeah, step two is I call it choosing your route. And um, it's kind of a more, uh, more where you're going to be given information as to what I exactly mean. But in choosing your route, people think, how do I picture of what I want to be like or become, or the values I want to emanate, or the drama I want to drop? How am I going to get there? There are a plethora, use a big word, of techniques, therapies, both in Christian counseling, outside of Christian counseling. There's a new age route with amulets and charms. There's incantations. There's positive confession. Uh, there's all kinds of things. There's hypnosis. All, it, it's endless on the techniques that therapists will use so how do you know which is right fit for you and um basically it boils down to three choices you have a triple a approach where the trip ticket's already planned for you you know where you're going to go or where you want to a map for you and says this is how you're going to get 
two, you have a GPS approach, which is all data driven. So um, data driven means that whatever you give the person that you're confiding in, your coach, your counselor, your pastor, whatever, they then take that or uh, yeah, counselor, therapist, they then take that information and go, oh, she's the third child. Oh, she had a wild life growing up. Oh, she had two marriages. Oh, then we need to fit her in this box and choose this therapy, choose this route to go. I'm not saying that any of these are, are all wrong, but um, you'll learn more about, about it through the, the free course. I'll go more in depth into that. And then step three is the divine approach, which is inviting Jesus right healing process, your freedom process. I call it emotional freedom is what I call it. Inviting him in. So you have those three choices. Uh, that is beautiful. And I love how you kind of, you're going to lay it out because when you're going through something, there's all kinds of people out there with all their potions and lotions and ideas. And yeah. right. There's so many things that can get really confusing. And so you're going to yeah. help them to understand how to make a choice to let Jesus heal it so that it's lasting and true and right and free. And you have a choice too. What once you, you know, when you're planning a trip and you plan your route, are you going to fly there? You're going to drive there, take the train, take the highway, take the country roads, how, however you want to get there. You also then need to make a decision. What kind of road am I going on? Uh, what I just kind of said. And um, basically, there's three roads when it comes to emotional freedom. You can... Ah, nothing's wrong with me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just keep trying. If I only try harder, I'm not, I'm not doing this right in my business. I'm not saying the right things. I'm not approaching people right, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you pound your head. I, I can speak because I've done that in business, okay? I've done that. <laughs> um, and that's ignorance, where you really are, are clueless. You really think that it's just like me, you know? Or you can choose the road of denial, where you know there's issues. You know that the inner tension within your family, within your workplace environment, um, but you are denying it. You, you choose to kind of not to look at it. Third one is the road of truth. And Jesus said, truth, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. I love that verse. And getting back to Jesus is really the only way. So someone has been struggling with drama and trauma and they really they're like wow I got to hear more about these five steps so step one you're going to help them really understand what they could be in father's eyes and they're going to help them pick their road and to get out of all the denials and the lies and the things we tell ourselves and go on that road of truth so step three is uh step three then is um and I, I want to back up just to, to rephrase in step two you need to understand that the route you choose the approach you choose plus the road you choose will determine the results you'll get 
okay? You take any combination and it'll determine the level of the results that you'll get. So with step three is um, once you plan a trip, I, I love Paris, France, I've lived in France. So I use Paris as an analogy. You're traveling to France, okay? And you've determined your destination. You've determined that's Paris. You've determined that it's, um, you've chosen your route. You're gonna fly American Airlines or Delta, whatever. And, but what are you gonna pack? Well, so you, you choose what to pack. You're gonna be packing things. And then once you get to your destination, you're gonna be unpacking things. And then, and then when you leave your destination, or arrive at your destination, however you want to look at, you're going to be bringing back things. So this is a real crucial thing to understand is that we all carry baggage around with us. And we can't help it in, in this world. Um, what is pain to, to one person is not pain to another. So it, it could be a minimum incident Or it be something severe like abuse, adultery, you know, really hard that sets you on a path of never trusting man and trusting God. And that will spill over into your business. So we pack and we carry baggage and we don't even realize it that um, it's just like me to be like this. We don't, we don't realize it. Well, it's just like me, you know. I just always straight, I'm not saying anything's wrong, but you know how people, well, it's just like me, to, I'm always laughing, I always have to be the life of the party, or it's me, I, I'm the driver, driver, push through, you know, like this, 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 and, and I can't change. Well, we don't know that some of that is God-given, some of that is baggage that we carry. So we pack a lot, and we always overpack. Traveling to Paris, we overpack all these clothes, right? Well, when I'm we get there, packed. every trip I've ever gone on, I'll, I've always overpacked. So that <laughs> makes a whole lot of sense too. So step four or step three, I'm sorry. Yeah. Figure out like you've been packing a lot of things and carrying a lot of things around, a lot of baggage your whole life. And some of the stuff isn't actually suiting you. And so you need to open up the suitcase, look at what's there and figure out what you need to leave in Paris and what you actually want to take home. And right. maybe you need to pick up some new things to take back with you so that you come back with a suitcase filled with the tools that God gives you. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, when you unpack, you realize, uh, oh my goodness, I need room for these souvenirs of the Eiffel Tower. You know, I need that new clothing from the Champs-Élysées, you know. So you get rid of things that you packed. I unloaded a bunch of samples over in France with a French person because I didn't want to lug them around anymore. I brought all these soap sam samples, shampoo samples. I unloaded them because I needed room in my package, my luggage. So he um, sighed and the nitty gritty comes, what am I going to leave? Got it. Am I going to say goodbye? To that. What, do you, what do you not need anymore? And what are you going to say bye to? So that yeah, you, come up to step one is we've defined who God wants us to be. Step two, we've determined the route, which has a bunch of different combinations and choices 
and it's going to change your outcome and you help them work through that. And step three is you're carrying around a bunch of stuff you probably don't need and you don't have some things that you do. So let's get your suitcase sorted. And then step four, now that you know what you're, what you're going to be like when you get there, what road combinations you're taking, what your luggage has, what's step four? Step four is then looking at all the options that are available for you. It's kind of looking back to the choosing your route and looking at your options and packing, unpacking, whatever. And once you choose your options, you then need to decide, am I going to go further? The surface. What are the next steps I can take? So step four is really looking at your options, which I explained, and then then making a decision to take action. And I encourage people to dive in, take action today, because everything you do now will affect you all next year and for an eternity. So um, that, those are my four steps. Determine your destination. You did a wrap up really good, Kat. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> determine your destination. You're going to choose a route. You're going to determine what to pack, unpack. And, and the treasures, going back to freedom, what does freedom look like? Those are the treasures you're going to bring back, okay? In exchange for the junk that you unpack, okay? And then, then you're going to have options and you're going to feel at peace. And knowing, you know, you've sought God the whole way because, well, I'm hoping that you choose the divine approach. <laughs> you don't need to, but it's always quicker and faster if you do. Oh, and, uh, so this, uh, I mean, this sounds really clear to me. I love how you kind of related it to like a road trip, which most people can relate to. And it's really any kind of recovery from drama and trauma, you've just got to, you got to go through it. You got to unpack it. Unfortunately, stick and lipstick on a pig. You're going to keep, you still got a pig. You got to actually write, <laughs> you got to figure out what's really going on. So yeah. I know there's some people, some listeners who really are going to want to understand more about that. So how do they learn more from you and tell us about this, this free jumpstart? Cause I'm, so, I'm sure they're going to want to hear all about that. Okay, wonderful. In the free jumpstart, we go into more detail, all these four steps. And um, you can go to Marion, my name is really long, marionpeppelmeyer.com slash five day dash jumpstart dash now. And you can register today. I'll make sure that the links are on the podcast and also on the video. So that way you can look up in the notes and right. register. And it's designed not to be a crunch, crunch five-day challenge, which are good and fun to do, but is actually designed where you can unpack, if you will, as you will. You can go at your own rate, your own speed in finishing the five, five-day course. Um, it'll take maybe an hour of your time a day to work through and to get started on your road. With that, I will be, you will be getting a free um, ebook that I created called um, Jumpstart Your Road to Freedom Journey. And it's all about what we talked about in the very, very beginning, the top 10 
treasures when living in freedom. I go in more detail on that. So you'll get a link for that in the course where you can download that book. So that's an added bonus that you get. And Kat has been so wonderful meeting you and getting to know you and your audience so well that I really want to leave an added bonus. And I haven't decided yet, but I suppose I can make a, a long range for the first five to 10 people. <laughs> and you like that most, most everyone says first five, do this. You know what? I, I am generous. I'm going to say five to 10 uh, people to register for this free five-day journey course. I know it's Christmas time and I know you have a lot on your plate, but you can enroll now and then review it immediately. Do you got a jumpstart in the new year or, or you can wait till after your hoopla with the Christmas and the wonderful Christmas celebration that we have, but you'll be ready. Maybe uh, get unstuck. I love what Kat says about getting unstuck from your stuff. <laughs> and uh, you, you can take what she teaches and what she, what she's all about and mash them all together. I think they're complimentary and you'll be on your way then to that road to freedom that God has for you. And, and you can be living free and you can be living that way. So I, I offer um, free coaching, an hour of free coaching to the first five to 10 people who register. Oh, that's so wonderful and such a great holiday gift for someone. So if someone that you know or love or yourself is struggling with drama and trauma and it's been something that's been hanging around a while and you're ready to to do something different and to go live that big, bold, beautiful life that Father God has for you. Just take her up on the free challenge and on the free hour of coaching because Marion is so much fun. She's such a delight to talk to and she has great stories to share and great examples and she'll get you off on the right path. So let's start your journey in 2022 the right way. With that, be blessed. And if anybody, any of my listeners don't know how to get a hold of Marion, just send me a message and I will totally get you in touch with her. You can put a comment in the video down below. I just want to make sure that everybody goes into 2022 refreshed and realizing that you don't have to stay stuck because it's a choice, really. Mm -hmm. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Marion. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> There's hope we all can be free. <laughs> yeah. Bye now. Bye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.